Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. I am so excited that you are here. If you're new to this podcast, I'm Elizabeth and I am a stress coach for Christian moms. God has called me to empower Christian moms to overcome uncontrolled anger, preventing hurtful damage and disconnection in their relationships with their kids. I have a 12-week step-by-step coaching program called Calm Christian Mom that helps you break damaging anger patterns and create peace and calm in your home. One of the biggest obstacles moms face when it comes to investing into themselves is money. So this is a topic that I don't normally talk about. Actually, I'm a little bit uncomfortable but I feel led to address it because it's such a big deal that holds mom ba- moms back from support. So regularly moms reach out to me saying they need help exactly with what I offer, the step-by-step program for anger management for Christian moms, but it's costing too much. And I get it. I totally get it. Sometimes we are truly in a position where it's paycheck to paycheck and barely scraping by, this message is probably not for you. You are an exception to it. And I have been there. I know what it's like. It is so stressful. It's so hard counting every dollar. And here's what I want you to hear. We find the money for things that matter to us. When you say, I don't have the money, you're putting yourself into a victim role. I can't do anything about this. That makes you feel powerless, and that is a lie from the enemy. It's exactly where he wants you to be. He wants you to feel stuck and powerless in the circumstance that you have. So I want you to think about this. Where are you spending money right now that's not helping you? Are you spending money on books or passive courses that are cheaper? Are you spending money on therapy and going there without seeing any lasting changes? Sure, there's definitely therapists that are super, super helpful, and I went to therapy and it has changed my life. And sometimes we just keep going and it's a mundane and we don't see any lasting changes in our lives. What about gifts on your kids because you feel guilty for the way that you've been treating them? Or alcohol or eating out? as a coping mechanism to deal with shame of treating your kids so poorly. All of that costs money. 
If you are truly just scraping by, friend, I see you, I've been there, and I know your pain. Yet, majority of you listening to this podcast are not in that position. So hear me out. Husbands have no problem spending money on themselves, even thousands, on hunting gear, exercise equipment, bicycles, massage chairs, four-wheelers, motorcycles, going on guys trips. They have no problem spending money on themselves. I remember I had a friend where she's like, oh yeah, my husband bought himself a bicycle for $3,000 and he says it's an investment because he can later sell it. And he had no problem spending money on himself. Yet when she wanted to spend money on herself, there was a problem. They also have no issues using credit cards on themselves for what they want. What about other things that you spend money on? Kids sports? It actually keeps you stuck in a hamster wheel of go, 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 go and creates more stress and reactivity in your life. You buy your kids a bunch of toys to cover up for feeling so guilty for and shameful for reacting in anger. So you buy them toys and it, it just creates more clutter and stress in your home. Or activities or vacations that you take your kids on because you feel so bad for the way that you treat them at home, you're trying to make up for it. What about family photo shoots? You buy cute Christmas clothes, cute Easter clothes, or crazy birthday party expenses for your kids. I'm not saying those things don't matter or that they are wrong. They do if they matter to you and if you value them. And at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, what matters more to you? All the photos, all the parties, all the toys, the sports, or your emotional connection and relationship with your kids. Emotional stability in your home. What matters more to you? Here's the problem that I notice. But when a mom wants to spend money on herself, she tells herself, we don't have the money for that. She feels guilty spending money on herself and needing help in that area that she feels like she should be able to figure out on her own. For many years, that was me. I felt unworthy of support and spending money on myself. I literally felt so bad and guilty for wanting to buy something for myself that would actually support me. I would tell myself things like, others need it more. Um, Things are not that bad. It could be worse. I'll figure this out on my own. So if you relate to what I just said above, I want you to ask yourself some questions and actually journal some of these questions and I will link them for you below so you have some time to reflect on this. Why do I feel unworthy of spending money on myself? How bad do things have to get before I get help? What is the cost of staying stuck where I am right now? What will happen five years from today if nothing changes? What is it, how is my uncontrolled anger, how is my uncontrolled anger impacting my relationship with my loved ones? So if you relate to what I just said above, I want you to ask yourself some questions and actually journal some of these questions and I will link them for you below so you have some time to reflect on this. Why do I feel unworthy of spending money on myself? How bad do things have to get before I get help? What is the cost of staying stuck where I am right now? What will happen five years from today if nothing changes?
How is my uncontrolled anger impacting my relationship with my loved ones? I remember my therapist asked me this question years ago, and she said this phrase, if nothing changes, are you willing to live like this for the rest of your life? I said, I could, but I know I don't want to. And then her next question was, what are you willing to do about it? Those are some really hard questions, but they're really, really needed. You can choose to solve this problem. So I want to share a story with you. The first time I wanted to invest into myself and a coaching program, it was a passive course and it was called Unburdened. And when I was listening to that coach describe about that course and it was all about how to structure your day so you feel less reactive as a mom and you feel more productive and more intentional with your days I felt like it was calling my name I really really wanted to invest into that course and I felt like it was exactly for me and it was a hundred dollars at that time now that course is a lot more but when I wanted to invest into it it was a hundred dollars and I did not have a hundred dollars laying around and I remember coming to my husband and asking my husband about this course. I said, hey, I want to spend $100 on this course. I've never done anything like this before, but I think it will be a really good fit for me. And I remember his automatic reaction was, no, we don't have the money for it. And of course, I got really upset and sad about it because I really thought this was a good fit for me. He didn't even know anything about courses. That was my first experience of even bringing it up. It was just not even a thing Um, in a sense like he had no idea what courses are and what it is like and if it's even worth the investment and what it could offer. And so it was just the fear of just like saying no. And we were also in a position where I couldn't really, you know, spend $100 just because. And so I remember that coach Um, coaching on her podcast, on her free trainings, and she would say this phrase, you are an action-taking, problem-solving woman. And I remember after being sad for a little while, I wrote it down on a paper. I am an action-taking, problem-solving woman. Instead of just telling myself, I don't have the money for this, I thought, how can I come up with the money? How can I be creative and come up with the money so I can invest into this course because this is exactly what I need? And so I got creative. I sold something in our house. I found something to sell and I sold it and it was around $100. And then I put that money in our account and I used that money to buy a course. I got creative because I chose to get creative instead of playing a victim and saying, I don't have the money for it. My point is, is that we find the money for things that we value and are important to us. You want a new TV? You find the money. You want to go on vacation? You find the money. You want to take your kids to Disney? You find the money. You want to buy new couches? You find the money and you don't have a problem taking out a loan. You want a new car? You find the money for it. And you have no issues with taking out a loan and going into debt for those things. I'm not promoting with you for you to go into debt for coaching. It's just some food for that. When we prioritize something, we find the money. At the end of the day, if something is important to you, you will find a way to make it happen. Here is a good analogy I heard recently. If I told you, give me $5,000 in three days, and in three months, I will give you $50 million, and we sign a contract. 
you bet your butt you will come up with 5K in three days. You will do whatever you can to come up with that money. You will get super, super resourceful. Instead of, I don't have the money, ask yourself this question, how can I come up with the money? Because this is what I need and this is what is important to me right now. So here are some ways to come up with the money and I will give you some practical ideas that you can come up with the money. So step one is to pray for God to provide. God has his ways. You just need to ask. He knows your struggle. Ask him specifically what you want and why. The Bible says, Ask and it shall be given to you. Believe, believe that God will provide for you if you ask him. Step two, this is super practical. You can sell something in your house. We all have stuff in our house that we don't use. Just go into your basement, your garage, your kid's room, your kitchen, your room. I'm a thousand percent confident. You have hundreds, if not thousands worth of stuff that you can sell in the next couple weeks. Clothing furniture, kids' toys, baby items, old electronics you're not using. You have things to sell in your house. You can open a credit card and charge money on the credit card or take out a low-interest loan. If you strongly believe against debt, I'm not going to pressure you to do this or try to convince you to do this. If you strongly believe against that, then this is not for you. But majority of Americans have no problem going into debt for home remodeling, a car, a vacation. But when it comes to mom needing some coaching support, oftentimes the thought is, oh, we don't have the money for that. You can ask family members to loan you money or you can ask your parents to pay for the program as a gift for you. This may or may not work for you. As I'm recording this, Christmas is coming up. How about this year you spend less on your kids' gifts and more on supporting yourself in being a better mom? You can even ask your parents or in-laws to spend less on your children's toys this year and instead give you part of that money so you can invest into being a better mom for your kids. I I can give you an example. This summer, I was in a 12-week coaching program for moms and mom mindset, and there was a gal in there who was sharing her story that this is her second round in that coaching program, and she said the first time she entered the coaching program, she asked her dad if her dad would pay for the coaching program as an investment into herself. And her dad literally gifted her the money to invest into herself into becoming a better person and a better mom for her kids. Is this uncomfortable? Yes. Is it worth it? Also, yes. And it might might be worth it for you to step out of your comfort zone. Along those lines, number five, with Christmas coming up, when your friends or family ask, what do you want for Christmas? Or maybe like your birthday's coming up, say cash. They can, they're spending money anyway. Might as well have it for something that will change your life and your family's life. You can even ask them ahead of time. Hey, I'm saving for a coaching program. Please give me cash this year for Christmas or for my birthday. Instead of, you know, buying items that are going to be sitting on your nightstand or in the kitchen and you're not going to be really using. Number six, you can cut out some expenses. Maybe some of the sports or activities that your kids are doing, eating out, cancel some of the cancel some of the subscriptions that you have and that you're not using. 
Buy less gifts and toys for your kids this Christmas season. Having an emotionally stable mom is a much better gift for them than a bunch of toys. I promise you that. Number seven, you can see if there's anybody that owes you money. Is there anybody that borrowed money from you in the last few years that owes you money back? You can reach out to them and see if they are willing to give it back. Number eight, put some vacations or remodeling on hold. If you really believe that investing in yourself and your well-being and breaking generational anger patterns are important enough, you can put some vacations and remodeling on hold to invest into yourself, which means investing into your whole family. Number nine, see if your church has a fund to support you in breaking damaging anger patterns. Oftentimes, churches have funds to support people that are struggling financially. And and if this is you, see if they have a fund for you. Might be uncomfortable to ask, but it might be worth it. Number 10, redeem some cash rewards you have on your credit card. Some credit cards offer cash rewards. Look into it. Maybe you have cash sitting around that you can redeem and use for this coaching program. Number 11, file taxes and use your tax return to invest into yourself. Oftentimes when we get tax money back, we just buy some things that are not super helpful and we just get excited we got new money and instead use that money to invest into yourself and into your family's well-being. Number 12, I know right now winter is coming up, but you can shovel some snow in the summertime. If you're listening to this, you can mow lawns or rake leaves in the fall. You can do some yard work for families around you and in your neighborhood, if that's possible for you. Number 13, babysit for a friend or a neighbor on the weekends. Your kids have someone to play with and you can earn a little bit extra cash. Number 14, Pet sit or dog walk. If you already have some pets, maybe your pets would like a companion and you could earn a little bit extra cash. And number 15, sell some DVDs or CDs that you don't use. There's a company called Declutter. You can go on their website and um, ship your DVDs and CDs that you don't use anymore. My friend, the whole point with this is that if there is a will, there is a way. I promise you that it is worth that investment. It is scary to invest in yourself if you've never spent that much money in yourself. And I also have a 100% money back guarantee in my coaching program. If you show up and you do your part, I promise you will see massive results in your life. And if you are committed 100%, and if you don't see changes in your life, I'll be happy to refund you the full investment at week 12. Okay, before we finish up, I wanted to touch on something, and that is about when it comes to talking to your spouse about investing in yourself and your well-being. Sometimes we're just afraid to ask him. We assume that he will say no, and maybe he will. And why is that? Because he is scared it won't work for you. That is why I have a 100% money back guarantee on my coaching program, because I am that sure that it's going to change your life. Friend, if you are not in an abusive marriage and you have a loving spouse, a loving husband will make the space to listen to you if you approach the conversation in the right way. You know your husband best. 
and when it's best to talk to him. But here are some my tips that I can suggest to you after 15 years of marriage, almost 15 years. Here are my tips. Number one, before you have a big conversation like this, pray about it. Pray before you talk to him and for God to open his heart and for your husband to see the value of this coaching container if this is something that you feel like God is calling you to take a step towards. Number two is talk to him when he is not emotionally charged. If you guys just got into an argument, this is the worst time to bring this up. If he's feeling tired or he came right after work, he's overstimulated, he's stressed out, he's feeling hungry, or maybe he's frustrated with the kids and they're not listening to him, not the best time to bring this up. In the evening after the kids are in bed, he has some time to decompress, you feel close and connected, that is the best time to bring this topic up. Number three. Have an open conversation. Be honest with him. Be vulnerable. Share with him how you've been feeling lately and how you've been struggling and the fears that you have. Those journaling prompts that I gave you above would be really great questions to touch on. You can say phrases like, I've been feeling XYZ. This is important to me. I need support in XYZ. I tried doing this on my own. I tried the cheaper options and I'm still struggling. I need a step-by-step. I need the accountability and support. Someone to talk to. Someone to ask questions who specializes on this topic. Someone to keep me accountable that I will show up and do the work and not just let it go when things get a little hard and life gets in the way. And number four, sometimes your spouse just needs some time to process this information and his immediate response will be no. Keep praying about it for God to open his heart. And in the meantime, you try to come up with the money. Use the tips I shared with you above how to come up with the money because If this matters to you, you will find a way. Ask yourself, how can I come up with the money? Friend, I want to remind you that you are the most important person in your children's life and you have the most influence on them and you shape their lives, their view of motherhood because you set the tone in your home. What would it be like for your husband to have a wife who is calm and peaceful, that greets them at the door with a smile when he comes home from work, a wife who is playful and creates lightness in the home. How would your life change and the relationship with the closest people around you if your anger was not controlling you anymore? If your kids felt safe around you and you had a close relationship with them, what would it be like If you were the person that broke generational anger patterns in your home, what would it be like for you to model to your children Christ's love, compassion, and kindness? What would it be like for your kids to have the tools to manage their own emotions well and carry that into their future relationships? I will have these reflection questions for you in the PDF below, and I would highly encourage you to sit down tonight and really think about these answers and reflect on those questions and journal through them. Here's the thing. Coaching costs money. Why? Because when you are invested, you have skin in the game. You are committed and you are invested into showing up 
even when it's hard and you don't feel like it. You get my support and expertise. You have a step-by-step proven process. What is peace and calm worth to you, my friend? Is it $100? Is it $1,000? Is it $5,000? Coaching is an investment. Investment in you and your well-being because it's the best thing that you can do for your family to break generational anger and pass on the healthy coping tools to your kids. Imagine how your life would change if anger was not controlling you anymore. If you felt peaceful, calm, lighthearted, and responsive during the day, and that was your norm. I know, investment is scary. And it always is when we do something new that we've never done before. And it's even scarier to stay where you are at right now and stay here if nothing changes. Friend, if my program is what you need, let's have a conversation and chat about it, how I can help you. Use the link below to book a call and let's chat, my friend. There is hope for you. You don't have to stay stuck where you are today. I pray that this podcast has blessed you in some way. And if it has, please text it to a friend because most people find a new podcast from a recommendation from a friend. And I will see you in the next episode. Hi friend, did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.